Welcome to the Transom Podcast, a monthly roundup of the new features on the transom.org website, providing mathematical puzzles, games, learning activities, and the ever-popular mathematics lesson starter of the day. Here's your host, John Tranter. Hello, and welcome to the 112th edition of this podcast. It's for the month of March 2024. You could say it's the Easter edition, and it certainly begins with an Easter theme, the puzzle of the month. Given Easter egg baskets that come in sizes of 5, 12, and 18 eggs, what is the largest number of eggs that cannot be purchased using a combination of these basket sizes? If you get an answer, I'd love to hear how you solve this puzzle, or your students solved it even. Drop me a line at podcast at transom.org. That's podcast at transom.org. And while you think about that, here are some of the key resources added to the Transom website during this last month. A functional skills directory. This is a course uh, that operates in the UK. And um, a number of people have asked me to link up the Transom activities with the curriculum statement. So I've done that now. And you can find that in the curriculum section. Or, as with all the other things that I'll mention in this podcast, the links will be at transom.org slash newsletter. Now, this functional skills course, the, the entry level, level one, entry level one, um, it does sort of dip below the level of the normal transom resources. So I'm going to start when I get time to fill some of the gaps. I've made a start at the beginning and I've created a new exercise called Knowing Numbers. Um, it's brand new, of course, and it's linked from the very first learning objective of the course. Another new resource is called StatGrid. The challenge is to arrange the numbers 1 to 9 to satisfy the row and the column instructions about the mean, median, and range of the numbers. So, level 1 is laughingly easy, but level 8 is rocket science. So, you'll need to find a level that suits you within that set of exercises. StatGrid, it's called. PowerPlay is another new resource. And this one was suggested by subscriber Mark. It can be used alongside the existing indices exercise for those developing an understanding of powers, indices, and exponents. Shark's Dinner has been around for a long time, but it's now been improved. Um, and as a subscriber, you can decide which words are presented to your class. You can type in a word, a mathematical word that they've been uh, learning about recently, and that will come up as the word to guess. So if you're of a certain age, you'll recognize this game as being what we used to call hangman. But now it's called shark's dinner. So rather than a man being hanged, there's a big shark that's trying to eat a very scared fish. <laughs> not sure whether that's an improvement or not, but there you go. Anyway, Stepway Sums is inspired by an isomorphic puzzle that appeared in the Grange Academy Mathematics Department newsletter. This weekly free newsletter from Chris Smith is always a great source of puzzles, jokes and amazing facts and I look forward to it arriving in my inbox every Friday. 
A new level five has been added to the mixed numbers exercise. That's an exercise about fractions. Um, because I know that three quarters of people understand fractions, while the other third don't. That's a little joke I snuck in there. Anyway, um, a new level four has been added to the ratio exercises, which seemed like a good idea at the time, but it was only after I'd finished that I realized that the help video now no longer syncs with the levels, but I'm hoping that won't cause too much confusion for the time being until I get round to updating it. A new level 10 has been added to beat the clock in response to a student who left a comment on the page asking for new levels because... I have finished level 9 so many times and I love this game but it is getting boring doing only level 9 all the time. So there you go, whoever you are, anonymous student. There's a, a level um, 10 available for you to have a go at now, which is a little bit harder. Okay, so we're in the month of March. What are the forthcoming special dates in March that you could mention in your maths classroom? Well, on the 7th of March, your school may be participating in World Book Day, and I've put together some ideas, some mathematical ideas, of how you could um, participate with that theme of books. So that's the 7th of March. Again, remember, all the links to these things are in the newsletter, transom.org slash newsletter. And then a week later, on the 14th of March, the most mathematical day of the year, <laughs> Pi Day, to celebrate the fact that the date, written in a certain way, looks like the first three digits of Pi. So there's lots of Pi activities there for you to have a look at. Go to the newsletter to see the link. On Sunday the 7th of, 17th of March, it's St. Patrick's Day, and there's a link to an activity there. On the 21st of March, it's World Poetry Day. Okay, I have written some poems, some mathematical poems, about Pythagoras and about numbers. Um, well, I've got a bit of a collection going on there, so go and have a look at my Poetry Day collection. And then the month ends on the 31st with Easter. So there are some Easter-themed activities as well. Okay, now for the answer to last month's puzzle, which was... What birthday did Attica celebrate in the last leap year of the last century? If she is 10 years older than Winthrop, who will celebrate his 40th birthday in the last leap year of this current decade, neither was born on the 29th of February. So the answer is that Attica celebrated her 22nd birthday in the last leap year, which was in the year 2000. Some people got that wrong. They, they thought the last leap year of the last century was in 1996, but it was actually in the year 2000. Anyway, podcast listener Rick sent me a lovely explanation as to how he got the answer. This puzzle tests esoteric concepts of leap years. I checked with Google just to make sure my memory of these arcane facts were correct. Thankfully, they were. The last year of the 20th century is the year 2000, not 1999. 2000 is a leap year because it is divisible by 400. Hence, the last leap year of the 20th century is the year 2000. 
the last leap year of the current decade is 2028. Therefore, Winthrop is 40 years old in 2028, and Attica, who is 10 years older than Winthrop, is 50 in the year 2028. Hence, she was 22 in the year 2000. I'm sure Rick's voice doesn't sound like that, but again, I'm using a little bit of artificial intelligence to convert the text that Rick sent me into a voice that in my head I imagine as being Rick's voice. There you go. And just for clarification about this, I produced a little flowchart actually about how to work out if a year is a leap year. And you can see that flowchart in the newsletter. So that's all for now, apart from to say that I'm actually terrified of negative numbers. I'll stop at nothing to avoid them. Get it? You see what I did there? <laughs> okay. Bye. See you next time. Thank you for downloading and listening to the Transom podcast. You can find the website at www.transom.org, where you're welcome to use all of the activities absolutely free. Or jump in with both feet and become a Transom subscriber.